0: Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and only those two sexes, okay? Uh, How's everybody doing today? It's Monday. It is uh, the 26th of September already. Can you believe that? And it's 6.55 p.m. You don't know that, but I do. Um, One of these days we'll have a live format again. I think we're live on Twitter, actually, Um, but not here, okay, Uh, since Twitch kicked us off. Uh, wonderful, wonderful Twitch. Um, look, I arrived nice and clean. I, before I got on the air, I looked like uh, um, like I had leprosy or something. I was doing a bunch of sanding today on um, some sheetrock and, and uh, mudding that we did in, uh, in our new place here. And my goodness, it was—I looked like the old man from the sea <laughs> with the black beard, or excuse me, the, the gray beard and the gray hair because I forgot to wear a hat. And uh, so, anyway, things are moving ar- along here. Uh, Delusion Resistance Headquarters, a.k.a. Opposing the Matrix Headquarters, they're one and the same, are doing wonderful. And, uh, yeah. yeah, we'll have this place together in no time whatsoever. And in the air conditioning next week, uh, we won't need that, but it's also a heater, too, so we will need that. Starting to turn cold here in Oregon already. Uh, although it was 85 today, tomorrow's supposed to be in the 70s very low 70s, so anyway, well, what are we going to talk about today, okay, well, we're going to talk about something called neural lace, okay, and what is neural lace, well, we'll look into that tonight, Uh, Elon Musk is um, really touting it, and usually if Elon Musk touts something, it's usually good, but I can't say that this is any good, okay, and it could lead to the mark of the beast, and I'll explain that. Um, I didn't think Elon Musk would do something like that, but he's taken on so much and going into technology so much that I think he's bitten off the than he can chew, and he doesn't realize the implications of what this could mean. Okay, you see I have my MAGA hat on, right? M-A-G-A. Uh, when I come in against a hostile group, I say it's the Missoula Area Game Authority. Okay? And then it says the camouflage hat. What do you expect? You know, it's a hunter's hat. It's a game authority, and they usually leave with their tail between their legs, not uh, not saying they're sorry, but realizing that they were wrong. These uh, liberals will never say they're sorry, although they're the sorriest human beings that ever walked the face of the earth. So, and I know that was a dark statement for those of, for those who listen and say this is a dark broadcast okay yes there is at least one of those that says that okay so where are we going all right so you've heard of you've heard me talk and others talk about uh, graphene oxide graphene hydroxide and the hydroxide is uh from what i understand um it's not the best thing to have in your body i wouldn't want it in my body anyway because i think it's hard to eliminate if not impossible but but the hydroxide um Dr. Nowak said that um, it's like uh, sharp, like razor blades, and it cuts up your insides, it cuts up your veins and your your um, your organs and everything else. So, um, you know, most of us have enough health problems to begin with. We don't need that. So, if you abstain from the from the uh, kill shot, well, hey, you did yourself a favor. Okay. Okay. So this technology with the graphene oxide now this this is being touted if it was the drug would be a wonder drug okay it's not a wonder drug uh, and it's not a wonder anything but it's being touted that way and because so many things it's got electrical properties it's got properties in other areas that could be beneficial supposedly it's been used um, to treat different ailments and and things like that so um you know, it's like anything else that is on this earth or man discovers. Um, it's got good points and it's got bad points. Okay. A fire is good because it keeps us warm and it cooks our food, but it's bad because an arson can burn your house down. Atomic energy is good because it can be used to heat our houses and give us electricity, but it can also be turned into a nuclear bomb. Okay. Uh, uranium can, that is. Um, you name it. Everything's, <laughs> Cars are good, but if a guy takes a car and drives it into a crowd of people, then that car is not too good. Well, the car's good, but the person that did it's a scumbag, right? Um, so everything has got good points and bad points, and there's a few things that are they're totally bad. You know, Satanism is a bad thing, and the devil's a bad thing, and um, you know his minions and the people that work for them, they're bad people. And uh, so there there are some absolutes, okay. <laughs> So, but, uh, anyway, just, just keep that in mind. So neural lace, and musk, and transhumanism, because that's what it all leads down to is transhumanism. And we're going to find it out by, uh, some of the things I read and some of the things we watch. Okay. And after we get, we get done, you should, you should have a pretty good grasp on what graphene is graphene oxide and gra- graphene hydroxide. Again, hydroxide is the one that's really bad. It's like razor blades in your veins. The other one's got magnetic properties and can be used to actually build itself into other things as we've seen in other videos. Okay. Uh, So let's get a, let's get going on this. So we're not working all night into this. Okay. So the first thing we're going to do is I'm going to share something. Okay. Bear with me. This is still new technology and it will be new technology 10 years from now. So Um, I've passed that point of learning on computers. Um, The rest of my life, I want to cruise on computers, okay? So, okay, so there we are. There's me, and there's the article. So we know everything's kosher. And let's proceed. Okay. What is Neuralace? Well, let's look at that, okay? Interesting use cases for injecting a mesh machine into your brain. Mm. Huh. I like to think I don't have any room up there for, for mesh in my brain, but uh, there are people that would argue with that. <laughs> okay, so number one, we have an overview. This week, a new paper was published by one, one group of scientists working on neural laces. It's a small piece of mesh wiring that gets ejected by a syringe into the brain tissue. The tissue that was expanded to make room for the needle then fills the void in between the conductive mesh. The benefit being that it can correct problems with damaged brains and make us smarter by augmenting our existing neural uh, or neural connections. I submit the idea for a new movie of Ma- Frankenstein movie where they inject this into his brain and it heals his brain. And he turns out to be a, uh, a math whiz or a miss in, whiz in some science and uh, saves the world. How's that for a movie theme? Okay. Just kidding. Of course. Okay, the concept shown as an illustration below, and if you're listening by audio, you can't see this, but just trust me, it's there. Um, it's all too familiar to science fiction fans, but in the real world, no one believed injecting a functioning machine was possible without damaging either the brain or the mesh. But the latest scientific findings prove it's not only possible, but the real world, but has real world use cases. And it's got a picture of this mesh. looks like it's coming out of some kind of syringe or needle. Boy, that would be a terrible needle to get. Wouldn't it? How dull that is. Man, I don't know. Okay. The latest discovery. Now, in their latest paper, they describe the ability for not just an electronic mesh being injected into living tissue, but to be fully integrated into a brain for an extended period of time. In this case... The electronic component component was implanted into a mouse brain. Oh, they use Democrats. Huh. Okay, uh, implanted into a mouse brain and recorded neurological activities over eight months, nearly the entire life of the mouse. Extrapolate that into human life, and you start to get a sense of the cyborg future we might all be living in. I hope not. Uh, Charles Lieber of Harvard is a leader in his new approach, recognized as the leading chemist in the world for his work on nanotechnology. It sounds like something straight out of a Michael Crichton novel, um, but this is now squarely in the territory of science fact, scientific fact. Uh, the brain tissue grows within the cylindrical and open na- uh, nature of the mesh, and because it's not rigid material, the, human, the body's immune system does not reject it. The problem with most electronic components is that they're flat, uh, two-dimensional. Nature, humans, and any other any f- form of biology is never flat. It's always three-dimensional. Things grow up and o- out, out over and around and to the sides of, and diagonally. Our state of the art computer is all laid out on the straight flat lines. We need to evolve our computers to mimic biology. 3D computers, folks. What do you think about that, huh? A neuralase is a step in that direction. These scientists, as recently as 2012, began to experiment with 3D arrays of electronics that allowed for real cells to grow inside of it. In short, it looked and behaved like real biological tissue. How does it work? uh, Similarly to stitches that dissolve over time, you suck up some of these electronic components, including metallic wiring, into a syringe, inject it, and about a bang, you're in business. It has no zero immune rejection response, excuse me, it has zero immune rejection response, which is the most surprising aspect of these findings. It is unheard of. Real-world use cases. Science is great, but most people don't care, really care that much um, unless it can provide some kind of benefit to their everyday lives. So important. it's important that we spend some time with the potential applications, of this new technology to see how it could impact our futures below are a few cases that scientists are already beginning to work on uh, inject the mesh the first bullet point inject the mesh into the corner of your eye have it unfold into your retina and have it, it record uh now it's some live streaming that would disrupt apple's latest iphone the bullet point number two stimulate the neural circuits that organize themselves the same way they were when you were younger. A fountain of, use to reverse, fountain of youth to reverse aging, but also potentially reverse your life's experiences. Regrow damaged brain tissues, the third uh, bullet, by coupling the mesh with stem cells. Alzheimer's treatment, perhaps. Rewire your neural connections the way you want. That might just help you. Learn organic chemistry, calculus, or in any case, in the case of Neo, jujitsu. You remember that <laughs> in uh, the Matrix, they plugged him in, and a little while later, he knew how to do. I think it was kung fu. So anyway, the implications across the health tech, across health tech education, and the human species are more astounding than what people are talking about with artificial intelligence. Number four information, information versus muscle memory. Google's mission is to capture all the world's knowledge and to make it easily accessible to everyone. This vision is unlikely to change, but the way that you access their service in the future may, instead of typing a few words into a search box, you might instead upload a new neural lace architecture. The difference being that you transfer muscle memory instead of just information. Let me use an example to explain. Remember the first time you read about reading, or riding a bike, trying or tying your shoe, or throwing a ball? It seemed like there were all these rules and this mechanical motion that you needed to somehow transfer from the picture on the page to you performing these movements of yourself. It took time for you. One, to get the concept of what was happening, and two, internalize it so that you could replicate it yourself. Pardon me, folks. i got to get a little drink here. We drink coffee in this house. Uh, you, fell fir- you fell the first time you tried to ride a bike. You got frustrated when you couldn't loop, swoop, or pull. Your parents got angry when you threw the, bas- the baseball into the glass window. But eventually, with enough practice, you got it and turned it into muscle memory. Today, you can pick up the ball and throw it. Tie a shoe in a few seconds and just do it because it's literally like riding a bike. <laughs> Let me add something to that. Unless you're over 60. Okay. Uh, the power of uh, Neural Lace in the future of what I'm describing is that you can potentially remove all the stumbling blocks and failing from the process. You can be like Neo when he uploads the Jiu-Jitsu program into his brain. What's being uploaded isn't just a set of instructions that say, throw a punch like this. It's actually changing body's electric, electrical connections inside your brain and your nervous system. The technical term for all these body connections is connectome. Uh, most people incorrectly think that connectome refers only to the connection in the brain. But if you just have knowledge without movement, you have nothing. The connectome uh, is the entire electrical system inside your body. The neuralase lace can augment and also change it on the fly. And that's why it's such a powerful technology. With one injection, you can smash bombs like Babe Ruth or swim like, or swim like Katie Ludecky or become a medical doctor in a millisecond. <laughs> oh. Hey, any of you out there, um, I got a new mouse, and it's a gaming mouse. And it's got these two little buttons where you put your thumb and um, it's turning into a big drag for me because my thumb hits it all the time, and I go back, but I, I know that how to fix it, and I just did. Okay. Okay, let's see. To put it in terms of manufacturing a supply chain industry, it's just in-time in time skill sets. You don't need to go to school to become a lawyer or a doctor. Boy, the lawyers and the doctors are going to hate that, aren't they? The iPhone of the future is just a syringe connected to the cloud where if someone were dying in front of you, you push the docker button on the side, inject it into yourself, and save the dude's life in less than a few minutes. Now, that's what I call an app. Yeah, but you know what? Uh, We'll save that for the downside, okay? Because there is a downside to it. Okay, so let's get rid of that. And I'll get back in here to make sure my mug is still on here. It is. All right. Now we're going to hear in Leon, Leon, Elon Musk's own words, uh, what he's doing here. Okay. I mean, doing with the, uh, the Neuralink. Okay. So let's, let's go there. I'll show that. And good. My little mug is still on the left hand side. I, I say that, folks, because one day I, all of a sudden, I just disappeared. This program does weird things, this melon program. And, yeah, I went for about five minutes with a black screen because I had, somehow it had taken me off. So I'm kind of paranoid about it, so please understand that, okay? All right, so let's go here, and we're going to see what Elon Musk has to say about his Neuralink. Okay, here we go. <laughs>
1: hello everyone I'm just connecting the dots here and I've got some I think I've got some really big information that really ties things together because we've got a major link with Elon Musk's neural lace and graphene Um, yeah this is this is Elon Musk's neural link neural lace his neural lace is graphene yeah for his brain interface which he's been he's been going on about since 2016 it's happening now I mean this guy I've been compelled, I think the Holy Spirit's compelled me to go after Elon Musk because I've done loads of recent videos on SpaceX and about all his complete fakery and his 322 connection um, as well. You know, listen to what he's saying here. He's basically, no one's picked up on this, but he's saying that uh, people are saying, oh, well, neural lace is only going to work if you have a brain transplant, no, not brain transplant, but you know, <laughs> surgery, uh, and it you know, you have something implanted in your brain. But he's actually saying here, not necessarily, you can go through the veins and arteries. He's talking about vaccines. He's talking about vaccines. Listen. going
2: yeah, to be quite important. Um, and, and, and it's, there's not, I don't know of a company that's working on it seriously, is, uh, is a neural lace, but uh, your limbic system. Um, your cortex, and then um, a digital layer, sort of a third layer above the cortex. Uh, fundamental limitation is input output. So uh, we, we already have, uh, we, we're already a cyborg, faced directly with your cortical neurons, particularly. But doesn't that apply uh, surgical insertion? Not necessarily, you could go through the veins and arteries, because that, that provides. by uh, surgical insertion? Right? Not necessarily, you could go through the veins and arteries. Um, by surgical insertion?
1: Not necessarily. You could go through the veins and arteries. You can go through the veins and arteries. Does that? You know, you, no, no one's picked up on it. So this is what's happening. There's what we are trying to develop are neural interfaces, a new generation of neural interfaces based on graphene. Yeah, and his NeuroLink brain interface. Guess what? Is the brain interface? Yeah, it's graphene. Uh, it's graphene, and his NeuroLace is. What is, what is graphene? It's, it's like lace. It's like a,
0: a lace mesh. Graphene, a wonder material that is just one atom thick, is strong, highly flexible, electrically conductive and transparent, making it ideal for interpreting
2: complex patterns of neural activity. So the idea is to be able to record uh, uh, the activity in the, in the motor cortex related to the articulation, to the speech, and being able to decode that signal. And um, okay,
1: Pulse 9, neuro Neural Lace and Programmable Cells, um, 2017. We scroll down here. Uh, flexible graphene probes record brain activity in high resolution. Researchers associated with the graphene flagship project of the European Union have developed flexible devices based on graphene field effect transistors for recording brain activity in high resolution. The research work published in 2D materials shows that arrays of 16 graphene based transistors, each with an active area less than the cross section of a human hair, arranged on a flexible substrate and placed on the surface of the brain, permit recording of neural activity by detecting electric fields generated when neurons fire. The researchers suggest that this technology could lay the foundation for future-generated in vivo implants with therapeutic brain assimilation and technologies and interfaces for sensory emotive devices. Okay, so... Uh, oh, um... Yeah. The prospect of visionary technologies like Musk's neural lace. Well, like I say, that is um... a graphene. And he's just told us... <laughs> excuse me, he's told us, perhaps by accident here, but it's very clear what he means when it's going through the arteries and veins. It's obviously vaccinations. Obviously. That's, and it's, and that's what we know it's doing. It's targeting the brain. We know this, uh, the magnetic effect is targeting the brain. This is, this is Elon Musk. Now, so we've got, so he really is. He really is. You know, that, He's a big player in 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 all this. So we have got graphene oxide six six six. Graphene oxide is one of the key components used in Elon Musk's neural lace neuralink project, which aims c- to connect the human brain to AI. And some someone's uh, the truth re- revolution. I'm glad to say, have moved my latest video, which is brilliant. Yeah, but um, sorry, I just uh, I didn't notice my video was on this page. Until but yeah, I mean, this is uh, this is the link. So thank you guys, thank you everyone's building on this. This is brilliant. Everyone is building on this, um, and doing a really good job of it. So we've now got a link between between uh, Elon Musk Neuralace, as you'll see. I think it's unfolding now. Yeah, I think uh, he's doing it now. Satan's latest weapon in the battle for your mind. With his front man, Elon Musk, deceiving the world. Yeah, he even makes fire come down from the sky in the sight of men and deceives those that dwell on earth. As a result of those miracles. Yeah, Elon Musk. Wrapping market to win a significant God. Big money in the graphene market. Can Neuralink make humans immortal? Good God! So they're doing it, bro. They're doing it to make us immortal. Yeah, Boris will declare in in a few months' time. He'll declare, "Look, I've made you all immortal. <laughs> like, don't worry, nothing's going to go wrong." Yeah, you're not going to of CJD instead. Um, well it's all about this brain machine interface they're obsessed with it, all of them yeah, it's done by graphene, we know that now we know graphene are in all and we've just seen there, the smoking gun that it's going to be injected this is two, look at the date 2016 yeah, and he's telling us look at him, 322 complete puppet for the 322 and he's telling us that it's going to be done through vaccines and it's graphene Amazing. Busted.
2: By uh, surgical insertion. Not necessarily. You could go through the veins and arteries.
1: I am a UK medical doctor. My hypothesis is that the experimental mRNA COVID-19 injections contain a magnetised nanoparticle attached to the mRNA, which crosses the blood-brain barrier and is then attracted to the brain, particularly midline structures. I further hypothesise. The two things aid this passage of the magnetized mRNA to the brain. Local temperature effects from EMF radiation, and from an artificial network, such as from
2: hydrogel. It is, is a neural lace, your limbic system, um, your cortex, and then um, a digital layer, sort of a third layer above the cortex, is input-output. So, uh, we, we already have, uh, we're already a cyborg, faced directly with your cortical neurons, particularly. But doesn't that apply uh, like surgical insertion? Not necessarily. You could go through the veins and arteries, because that, that provides.
3: So, what is Neuralink? Back in 2015, Professor Pedro Mozzini and Rudolf J Nudo created a startup called Neuralink. These pair of neurotech researchers had developed a device that could potentially help people suffering from brain injuries. Investors didn't show a great deal of interest, but in 2016, a mysterious unknown investor came along with an offer to purchase the rights to the name Neuralink for tens of thousands of dollars. They sold, and that investor later turned out to be multi-billionaire Elon Musk. Fast forward to the 27th of March 2017 and Musk announces that he will be backing a new brain-computer interface venture, Neuralink. The ultimate goal of this company is to merge man with machine, fusing human intelligence with artificial intelligence to bring humanity up to a higher level of cognitive reasoning. Without this technology, Musk argues that humans will be unable to keep pace with advances in artificial intelligence. And that humans will become the intellectual equivalent of the house cat. So far, Musk has been calling this brain-computer interface technology Neuralace. In essence, Neuralace is an ultra-thin mesh that... Neuralace is an ultra-thin mesh that... And what I want you to notice is especially this blackish thing that appears over there as a kind of mesh. Neuralace is an ultra-thin mesh that... ...that is implanted into the skull and forms a body of electrodes which are able to monitor brain function. It's not entirely clear at this time how far along the technology is in its development phase. But eventually, Neuralase should enable humans to upload or download information directly from a computer, just like Neo from The Matrix. In a matter of minutes, you too could proclaim, an know Kung Fu. Show me. In order to insert Neuralace, a tiny needle which contains a rolled-up mesh is placed inside the skull, whereby the mesh is then injected. The mesh unravels upon injection, encompassing the brain. Gradually, the Neuralace will integrate itself with the human brain, creating the perfect symbiosis between man and machine. So far, Neuralace has been tested on live mice. Upon autopsy, researchers found little negative consequences associated with the insertion of this mesh-like structure. However, I'm not sure if I want to be the first human volunteer. This technology sounds amazing. The ability to hook our brains up with machines and thereby enhance human intelligence could open up whole new worlds of possibilities for our species. It could even be the catalyst for the almost mythical technological singularity. The
2: Fourth Industrial Revolution is not just a prolongation of digitalization, it's much more. Um, It's a combination of technologies. It's not just the digital technology, just think of genetics, think of brain research and so on. And the power of the Fourth Industrial Revolution comes from the combination of all those technologies. Actually, I was... Uh, saying um, it's at the end what, what the Industrial evolution will lead to is a fusion of our physical, our digital and our biological identities.
0: Okay, so that pretty well ends that, folks. I wanted to take a few notes. I took a few notes when I was watching that. And let me uh go back over here to make sure that I'm not a black screen again. So let's get rid of that. Okay. Um, now I'm going to get a little bizarre here, but <laughs> if I didn't, you'd wonder if I was feeling well. Um I've done a lot of research into alien abductions and into uh, alien human hybrid and stuff like that. And um, one of the things that a lot of abductees will tell you is that when they're supposedly in a craft um, and they think something that the aliens can read their minds. And they'll also tell you that, the aliens can read each other's minds. Now, I'm talking about fallen angels. I'm not talking about space brothers, okay? There are no space brothers. These are fallen angels. Um, so they have a hive mentality is what it's called. So whenever one speaks, all the other ones hear it. Okay, so there's no privacy. There is no way to have a, a, a thought to yourself. You know, and that, that bothers me right there because if you're hooked to the Internet, you have no privacy anymore. <laughs> Your twenty-four hour Truman show, so to speak. So, um, anyway, uh, that's something to be quite concerned about, because you you, you turned into from a, a free individual, basically into an insect, because the hive mentality is usually something that an insect possesses—a bee, a wasp, you know, um, all the stinging insects. <laughs> Well, and the bees produce honey, but that's a good thing. Anyway, um, so imagine living in a world where, okay, I don't like Biden, okay? I don't wish him bad health or anything like that. I don't like him. But what if it became illegal not to like Biden? And I'm thinking one day, man, I hate that guy. And all of a sudden, I realize, "Oops, that just went onto the internet, and it's being monitored." And about ten minutes later, I get a knock on the door. It's the police, and I get arrested because I had a bad thought about Biden. Okay, bad bad thought about Big Brother, so to speak. A whole 1984 scenario, except to, to the, uh, it's uh, how does that go? It's umpteenth uh, limit. Okay. So that's something to to think about because um, all those thoughts you've had in your brain all your life, you know, that when you're in high school and you think uh, the jock is stupid or you're the jock and you think the stoner is stupid or um, that thought goes out everywhere. And the jock or the stoner is going to hear that. It's going to create problems. So humanity will have to be taught one way or another not to have those thoughts well it's either going to be through implanting another one of these things to where you don't have any thoughts anymore or all your thoughts are good or they're all tailored toward the government okay or they're you know peace and love and everything else and without being able to express yourself in any way shape or form except through that hive mentality okay okay um now another thing that they're promising with this is basically eternal life or longer life but they're gonna they're gonna peg it as eternal life you'll never die because when your liver goes bad they'll put this mesh in you it'll cover your liver and supposedly heal your liver so that takes care of that and when um, your kidneys go bad, the same thing. And when your pancreas goes bad or you develop, um, develop any kind of, uh, problem with your, your, uh, your organs, diabetes with the pancreas, maybe they can put it on there and heal your pan- your diabetes, but what's... See how screwed up this world is? Do you want to live on it for more than 70 years or 80 years? Or 90 at the most? No, uh uh-uh. Now, there comes a point when you get older where you're like, okay, I've had enough. I want to go home. Okay, I've heard more people say that. More older people say that. Okay? So, anyway, and and you remember that was the lie that was given to Adam and Eve. If you eat the fruit, you will not die. Now, what Yahweh meant was you will die spiritually. But he, yeah, um, Satan or Lucifer or the Nakash, uh, same difference, all three, uh, spun it into a lie where they weren't going to die. You know, they weren't going to physically die because I think that's maybe what they thought, they would physically die. And so he took advantage of that and said, "Nah, you're not going to die. You're going to live forever.
3: Um just one second, folks, okay?
0: Man, I got the best wife in the entire universe. Um, let's see. Where was I? Okay, yeah, eternal life. That was a lie. And it's a lie that Satan has promoted all throughout human history. You know, follow me and you'll have eternal life. <laughs> yeah well yeah if you if you like living in eternity in hell I guess that is eternal it's eternal death basically but it's it's a lie, and he was the father of all lies that's one of the titles that Yeshua gave him okay now they also said in the video, i do believe that five g and four g enable these things this um graphene oxide or graphene hydroxide whatever the case may be to enter into the through the blood-brain barrier and that makes a lot of sense because i did a show a couple of years ago now at least maybe three years ago now nah, because it was during covid anyway um and i introduced the, the idea that maybe the the uh the 5g through um you got to, you got to understand, uh, frequency, frequency or vibrations. Okay. When that guy swings a hammer a hundred feet away and you don't hear it for a second or so, um, it, that's because it takes time for the vibrations in the ear to hit your ear, uh, and, and to produce a, 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 nerve reaction that sends it to your brain and, oh, that's a hammer. Okay. Um, so, um, with the with the 5G, it's and the 4G actually. They're they're both frequencies and they both uh, they're both very high frequency for uh, high frequencies, and they cause vibrations. And if you've ever watched, um, and I did a whole show on this. I hope hopefully you watched it at one time. Uh, there was a guy that put and you could do this at home if you want. Uh, fill a container with sand and then put a, a ball on it. Okay, a stainless steel ball or something like that, something with a little bit of weight, and put it on top of a speaker. At a certain frequency, the sandal vibrates so much that the ball sinks down into it. We'll figure that into the graphene and the, all the mRNA junk going into your cells. Five G, and you'll notice that if you look at a map when five when um, when COVID was really getting bad in uh, places like New York and Boston and. Uh, Seattle was one of the hot hotspots. Uh, San Francisco, a little bit in Portland. All those areas have five, heavy 5G uh, towers and, and things set up there to broadcast 5G. That's not a coincidence, okay? Not a quinky dink. It's a fact, okay? And I was, oh, where's your proof? Where's your proof? Well, all the people that are laying... Six feet under is my proof. Okay. So, anyway, it's just some stuff to think about. All right. So, where are we going next? Uh, oh, another. Good. I thought I hit that button again. Uh, another video about Neuralink. Or Neuralace, excuse me. This is called Neuralink. What is Neuralink? Okay, let's go into that and see what that's all about. Sound like a winner? Okay, I'm still there. It's three.
3: Elon Musk's new project Neuralink has been making headlines recently, but very little is known about this mysterious company so far. We're going to answer the question What is Neuralink? and let you know why you should be paying very close attention. I'm Zachary Mislanek, lead video producer at Cybrink.com, and I will be bringing you up to date with all the latest developments in science, technology, and business. Cybrink will be your window into the future, so subscribe now for more content. So, what is Neuralink? Back in 2015, Professor Pedram Mozzini and Rudolf J. Nudo created a startup called Neuralink. These pair of neurotech researchers had developed a device that could potentially help people suffering from brain injuries. Investors didn't show a great deal of interest, but in 2016, a mysterious unknown investor came along with an offer to purchase their rights to the name Neuralink for 10. I
0: think we've seen this already.
3: They sold, and that investor later turned out to be.
0: We'll just suffer through
3: it. Elon Musk. It. Fast forward to the 27th of March 2017, and Musk announces that he will be backing a new brain-computer interface venture, Neuralink. The ultimate goal of this company is to merge man with machine, fusing human intelligence with artificial intelligence to bring humanity up to a higher level of cognitive reasoning. Without this technology, Musk argues that humans will be unable to keep pace with advances in artificial intelligence, and that humans will become the intellectual equivalent of the house cat. So far, Musk has been calling this brain-computer interface technology Neuralace. In essence, Neuralace is an ultra-thin mesh that is implanted into the skull and forms a body of electrodes which are able to monitor brain function. It's not entirely clear at this time how far along the technology is in its development phase, but eventually, Neuralace should enable humans to upload or download information directly from a computer, just like Neo from The Matrix. In a matter of minutes, you too could proclaim,
2: I know Kung Fu.
3: In order to insert Neuralase, a tiny needle which contains a rolled up mesh is placed inside the skull, whereby the mesh is then injected. The mesh unravels upon injection, encompassing the brain. Gradually, the Neuralase will integrate itself with the human brain.
0: Okay, folks, I'm going to jump ahead a little bit and see if there's some of this that we haven't seen. Okay, because I don't really think that we need duplicity here. Okay, let's start here. I don't remember this. Okay, let's go here can be the catalyst
3: for the almost mythical technological singularity. More on this at another time. Some critics are raising concerns about the ethical and real world implications and consequences of this technology. For example, in a world where everyone's thoughts are connected to the internet. How would this affect our personal privacy? Would authoritarian governments seize upon the opportunity to spy on us or even take control of our minds? And what about computer hackers? Would they be able to exploit vulnerabilities in the software of our minds or inject viruses directly into our consciousness? All of this remains to be seen. Until then, let's just be content that Musk's Neuralink may be able to help the disabled and those suffering from brain injuries to lead more productive and happier lives in the not-too-distant future. Thank you so much for watching this video. If you enjoyed it, please make sure to subscribe and leave a like. Here's a question for you. Do you think you'll hook up your brain directly with a computer anytime soon, or do you think you'll just stick with using your smartphone for now? If you have any thoughts about this or anything else in the video, be sure to
0: leave leave a comment. Okay. (laughs) Leave a comment. This is on YouTube. just type in Elon Musk and uh, Neuralink, and you'll find this video, okay? Okay, so I'm sorry that that was a kind of a replay of what we heard before. But when you're putting stuff like this together, sometimes stuff like this happens. So, okay, so let's get rid of that. Now, next thing I'd like to look at, if, if we could, if I could uh, entertain you a little farther is um, <clears throat> a little slideshow and if you're um, <clears throat> if you're listening you won't be able to hear this so I'll try to um, read when I where I can okay hopefully they have uh, maybe they'll have subtitles or something like that so all right and this is under slideshare.net. Sarita Singh, 140 seminar on Neuralink. Okay. Here we go, folks. All right. So National Institute of Technology, Hamapur. This is from India. Okay, there we go. Now I got my arrows. Neuralink is a device, specifically a brain machine interface that would surgically be implanted into your brain um, and with it, you'll be able to communicate with machines and even control them. That's how you'll be able to walk through a market, show your right hand or forehead. I don't even know if you'll need to do that. It doesn't say that that would be a requirement just that you have to have the mark in order to buy and sell. So <clears throat> all you'd have to do is stand there, be scanned, beep, excuse me, beep. And then, you know, you, you can walk out of the store with, uh, Carte blanche, actually, I'm assuming anyway. So, let's see. Why Neuralink helps people with severe spinal injury, cord, spinal cord injury by giving them the ability to control computers and mobile, restore motor and sensory function, and with the treatment of neurological disorders, preserve and enhance your own brain. Ooh. (laughs) That's appealing, but not appealing enough to do it. Um, security will be built into every layer of the product using strong cryptogra- cryptography, defensive engineering, and extensive security auditing. Do they not realize that people live their lives in order to crack things like that? That strong cryptography, defensive engineering, and extensive security auditing, if it lasts a year, I'd really be, pre- I'd really praise it because there are people that devote themselves, they're anarchists that love to crack codes and, and to get into things they don't belong into so imagine imagine going to court in a murder case or something like that you didn't do it of course but um, but this guy can hack into you so when you're standing up there uh, sitting in the witness stand he hacks you and says okay say that you did it, that you killed him and this is how I did it giving you a step by step by step method Damn, you're in jail the rest of your life, okay? Or, you know, you, you pick the, <laughs> the scenario, okay? And finally, you'll be able to communicate with machines and even control them. Yes, but does that mean they can control you too, okay? Overview, the late process stimulates and transmit neural signals surgically implanted inside the head. Micron-scale threads are inserted into areas of the brain that control movement. Compact, inducive, charger, wirelessly connects. It has potential to treat brain disorders and other medical problems. Gives us the power to interact with and control machines using our minds. And you know, this thing's going to be touted for like drug addicts, people that just can't stop taking drugs. They've tried all their lives to stop taking drugs, but hey, I've got a solution. Put this thing in your brain. And this thing will work for a lot of things, but like just like mankind does with everything else, something insidious is going to happen. You watch. Okay, let's see. Appli- uh, electronics, application-specific integrated circuit ASIC is used. Uh, a number of ASICs are integrated into a standard printed circuit board or PCB. Each system consists of a field-programmable gate uh, gate array FPGA. And there's some sub-bullets here. Real-time temperature, accelerometer, magnometer sensors, a single USB-C connector. <laughs> hey, you'd be able to charge your phone while you sleep. What about that, huh? Um, the systems are, are packed in titanium cases, which are coated with Parlene C. Usually if it has an E on the end of it, it's a petroleum product. I don't know if I want that in my body. I'm not I wouldn't do this anyway, you know. But still there's there's a bunch of downsides when you think about it. Next bullet, uh neural thread, next bullet. Um, each small and flexible thread contains many electrodes for detecting neural signals. Next bullet, thread sickness is thickness is th- thickness is, abnorm- is normally <laughs> I'm just messing up. Thread sickness is abnormally, I was gonna say. Uh thread Thickness, say that five times fast, thread thickness, is nominally 4 to 6 microns. Uh, Typical thread length is approximately 200, or excuse me, 20 millimeters. Um, The main substrate and dielectric used in these probes is polyamide. Polyamide, excuse me. Next bullet, each array has 48 to 96 threads. Each of those containing 32 independent electrodes. Next and last bullet in this slide. Metal film are at sub-micron resolution. Wow. That's small. Okay, the working. Principle of the brain machine interface. Neurons communicate with each other by sending and receiving very small electrical signals. These signals can be heard with advanced electronic sensors. And let's see, signal processing has pre-processing, feature extraction, and uh, feature translation. It's got a little um, picture here. It's got the the human you with know, the narrow going up to a box. Signal acquisition, wireless transmitter. That's got a lot, a lot of problems right there too. Um, imagine getting around a, <laughs> turning on a microwave while you're got this thing in your head. Uh, <laughs> I can only imagine you twirl around five times and cluck like a chicken and fall to the floor. Um, and then it has another box with an arrow pointing back to the human. Um, signal processing and feature extraction. Uh, and in the box it says wireless receiver. signal processing. And in the box below it, it says application-specific feedback, and that's going back to the human. Okay, how Neuralink is different from other BMI devices? There are... Currently, only a few approved devices are recording and stimulating from the human brain. These are designed to moderate the activity of the whole brain areas, not to transfer information to and from the, to and from the brain. The link has more electrodes uh, with uh, flexible threads. The link will also perform real-time spike detection on every channel. Yeah, what happens when you get around a thunderstorm? And then what happens with an electromagnetic pulse? <laughs> I'm sorry. This idea has so many bad things too. <laughs> you see the Chinese exploding on an EMP, you know, a thousand miles above North America and everybody just getting catatonic. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. If you're into doing movies, let's do one together about that. I think it'd be hilarious. Um, How is it placed in the body? A robotic robotic system will be used. Uh, The neurosurgical robot capable of inserting six threads per minute have an auto-insertion mode feature. Each thread can be individually inserted into the brain with micron precision. The needle is driven by a linear motor allowing variable insertion speeds and rapid retraction accelerations. Wouldn't want to get hooked up to that in a power outage. Goodness gracious. The Neuralink app. Okay, you're going to be a phone app, folks. Look at that. Uh, the Neuralink app would allow you to control your iOS device, uh, keyboard, and mouse directly with the activity of your brain just by thinking about it. Uh, The box here, be in control. The Neuralink app would guide you through exercises that teach you to control your device. Simulation, not FDA approved or available. And then it's got a uh, Bluetooth symbol here. Be autonomous. With a Bluetooth connection, you you can control any mouse and keyboard and experience reality unmediated and in high fidelity. I don't know. There's nothing you could do to sell me on this. All right. 11 of 16 slides okay Uh, challenges in making scalable bmi Uh, scale up the number of electrodes while also building a safe and effective clinical system that users can take home and operate by themselves Uh, the threads have to resist corrosion from fluid in, in the tissue and the electrodes must have sufficient surface area to allow stimulation Scaling these devices requires on-chip, real-time identification and characterization of neural spikes. There you go. Real-time identification and characterization. It's always going to be on. Uh, Design adaptive algorithms to maintain reliable and robust performance. Huh. What about batteries? We don't have Tesla batteries in them. Current status. A monkey has apparently been able to interact with a computer. I'm not going there. Um, Musk introduced a video of a pig called Gertrude who had the chip implanted in her brain for two months. Okay. That's intelligent pork, intelligent bacon. Um, Okay. Uh, Still needs to go through the required approval and safety testing before it can be implanted in humans. And there are obvious concerns about placing electronics inside people's heads. And there needs to be studies looking for at the long-term effects. Imagine that some guy can say, hey, go kill the president. You know, and the person's like, okay, your wish is my compa- your command. And whoever's president at that time, this person's just going to go and try to off him. This is a really bad idea. Okay, link version 0. 0. 0.9. Uh, 1024 channels per link, 23 millimeters by 8 millimeters, flush with the skull, in other words, it's invisible. Huh. So is it going inside or outside? Must be going outside, huh? Axe, 6-axis IMU temperature, pressure, uh, etc. Uh, megabit wireless data rate, post-compression, and all-day battery life. Oh, it means you got to charge it up at night. That's interesting. Better make sure there's not a power spike.
3: <laughs> I'm
0: sorry. Like I said, it's just, there's just so many bad things about this idea. Um, it, it's it's perfect on paper, but in the real world, there's going to be a lot of problems with this thing, and it'll never be worked out. Not uh, when even Chi Shua comes back, we won't have to worry about it anymore. <laughs> Uh, Neuralink has developed advanced solutions to existing medical problems. This is the conclusion. It will surely create a well-aligned future. Yeah, like a beehive. Uh, Implementation will be done in less than an hour and leave hospital the same day. Neuralink is still at an early stage. It's at version 0.9. We have no current idea of how much the brain chips will cost. Well, if you take them for the antichrist, it shouldn't cost you anything, right? And there's references. And if you're looking at this, I'll leave it up for a second. You can look at the references and uh, copy them or whatever you want to do. Okay, that's good enough. Thank you, it says. Okay. So let's get rid of this. All right. and In a minute, we're going to go into the bad part of all this. Okay. Um, and it's just some things that they found in the Daily Mail uh, from England, the newspaper from the Engl- from England, and let's see what they have to say about this, okay, because I'm sure it's going to be very interesting. This whole subject has been very interesting. Okay, let's go show on stream- screen, show on stream. Okay, let's go here. All right, thedailymail.com. This is from England, like I said. Uh, let's see, does it have a date It was published? Monday that September twenty sixth, 2022 at 1pm. Okay, and it has our temperature here. It got up to 85 today. Okay, Daily Mail. What could possibly go wrong? Experts reveal the dangers of Elon Musk's radical neuralink brain interface. You know, I like Elon Musk, and I like a lot of the things that he makes, but this He's out of his ballpark with this, I think, and he needs to just drop it. Okay, <clears throat> we've got four bullet points below. Elon Musk Company Neuralink is developing a whole-brain machine interface. Uh, second bullet is a, <clears throat> it's a network of tiny electrodes linked to the brain to connect us to the Internet. Uh, third bullet point, it would allow us to share our thoughts, fears, hopes, and anxieties, and enable us to communicate wirelessly with the world. <clears throat> okay. But it's who would be connecting back with us, how, where, and why, and when, that are real questions. See? We didn't even mention this. Hold on, folks. I got a I cough. All right, I'm back. All right, let's see what this says here. Neuralink, which is developing high bandwidth brain machine interfaces to connect humans and computers is probably a bad idea. Yep. If you understand the science behind it and that, and that's what you wanted to hear, you can stop reading. This article is absurdly simple narrative to spin about Neuralink and it's unhelpful attitude to have when it comes and an unhelpful attitude to have when it comes to understanding the role of technology in the world around us, and what we might do about it. Okay. And there's some writing underneath this picture, but it's basically saying what we just read. Um, It's easy to be cynical about everything Silicon Valley does, but sometimes it comes up with something so compelling, fascinating, and confounding it cannot be dismissed or embraced uncritically. Putting aside their, their hyperbole, um, and hand wringing that usually follows announcements like this. Neuralink is a massive idea. It may fundamentally alter how we conceive of what it means to be human and how we communicate and interact with our fellow humans and non humans. That's interesting. That is very interesting. I wonder what he meant by that. Is he talking about principalities, powers, rulers, and spiritual wickedness at high places? See, talking about demonic things, fallen angels. Huh. Wow. Uh, it might even represent the next step in human evolution. Sorry, I don't want to go. Um, what exactly is Neuralink? You have time to read a brilliant 36,400-word explainer by genius Tim Urban. Uh, then you can do so here. Oh, no. I hit that stupid button again. Hold on. Let me go back. <laughs> Really, if any of you know of a way to negate these two buttons, I would really appreciate it. Okay, let's see. And let's see, is this a conversation? And there's a link you can click here. By the way, if you want this, uh, article is at dailymail.co, or co.uk, the science and technology section, article 446-6498. Okay, that's probably all you need to find it. Okay. However, uh, to borrow a few urban words, Neuralink is a wizard hat for your brain. Essentially, Neuralink is a company purchased by Elon Musk, the visionary in chief behind Tesla, SpaceX, and, and Hyperloop. But it's the company's products that really matters. Neuralink is develop is developing a whole brain interface, especially um, essentially a network. Of tiny electrodes linked to your brain and that the company envisions will allow you to us to communicate wirelessly with the world uh, It will enable us to share our thoughts fears hopes and anxieties without demeaning ourselves with written spoken language <laughs> in other words you don't have to work at it sorry i'll write and i'll talk okay One consequence of this is that it would allow us to be uh, connected at the biological level to the Internet. But it's who would be connecting back with us, how, where, and why, and when, that are the real questions. I think we read that already. Uh, Through his Tesla and SpaceX ventures, Musk has already ruffled the feathers of some formidable players, namely the auto, oil, gas industries, not to mention the military-industrial complex. These are feathers that mere mortals dare not ruffle. That's interesting he says that, too. But Musk has demonstrated a brilliance, stubborn persistence, and an act for uh, revenue generation. It's not always about... Excuse me. It's not always the profitability that emboldens resolve. However, unlike Tesla and SpaceX, Neuralink operates in a field where there aren't any major players, for now, at least. But Musk has now fired the starting gun for competitors and urban observers, as eventual neuro-revolution would disrupt almost every industry. <clears throat> there are a number of technological hurdles between Neuralink and the ultimate goal. There is reason to think that they can surmount these, and reason and reason to think that they won't. While Neuralink may ostensibly be lumped in with other AI big uh, data companies, it is branding and general desire to bring humanity kicking and screaming into the brave new world of their making and that's uh excuse me what is it's really doing isn't altogether new he's equating it with the brave new world that's interesting this guy is is got a lot of forethought okay instead it's how it's how it's going about That makes Neuralink special, and a potentially major player in the next chapter of the human story. Depending on who you ask, the human story generally goes like this. First, we discovered fire and developed oral language. We turned oral language into writing, and eventually we found a way to turn it into mechanical printing. After a few centuries, we happened upon this thing called electricity, which gave rise to telephones, radios, TVs, and eventually personal computers, smartphones, and ultimately... Through just stereo. Over time, phones lost their cords, the computer shrunk in size, and we figured out ways to make them exponentially more powerful and profitable enough to fit in pockets. Eventually we created virtual realities and melded our sense sensate rate with an art an augmented one, excuse me. All right, but if Neuralink were to achieve its goal it's hard to predict how the story plays out the result would be a whole brain interface so complete frictionless biocompatible and powerful that it would that it would feel to users like just another part of their cerebral cortex limbic and central nervous systems the whole brain the whole brain interface would give your brain the ability to communicate wirelessly with the cloud with computers and with brains of anyone who has similar interface in their head, this flow of information between your brain and the outside world would be so easily so easy it would feel the same as your th- uh, thoughts do right now. I don't think so, Tim. Um, but if that sounds extraordinary, so the potential so, pro- so are the potential problems. First Neuralink link is not the is not like putting an implant. In your head designed to manage epileptic seizures or a pacemaker in your heart. This would be elective surgery on presumably healthy people for non-medical purposes until the Antichrist comes. I'm putting that in there. And then it will be free for everybody who wants it. And that will not be me or anybody I know, actually. Uh, Right there, we're in a completely different ballpark, both legally and ethically. There seems to be only one person who has done such a thing and that was a, a bonkers publicity stunt conducted by a Central American scientist using himself as a research subject. He since suffered life-threatening complications. Not a ringing endorsement, <clears throat> but not exactly a condemnation of the premise either. Second, because Neuralink is essentially a communication system, there is a small matter of regulation and control. Regardless <clears throat> where you stand, on the whole privacy and surveillance issue, remember Ed, uh, Edward Snowden. <clears throat> Excuse me, folks. Um, I cannot imagine a scenario in which there would not be an endless number of governments, advisors, insurers, and market folks looking into tap into the very biological core of our, rec- of our cognition to use it as a means of thwart- thwarting evildoers and selling your stuff. <laughs> <clears throat> This guy's got it, man, um, and what's not to look forward to with that and with and what if the tech normalizes to such a point that it becomes mandatory for future generations to have a whole brain implant at birth to come back legal and or excuse me illegal and immoral behavior however, that's defined um, that's interesting, yeah. Mandatory for future generations, or for people that want to buy and sell, like it talks about a revelation. Okay, this. Okay, this obviously opens up a massive set of questions that go far beyond the technical hurdles that one might that might never be cleared. If nonetheless, it nonetheless matters uh, that we think about them now. There's also issue of security. If we learn one thing from this era of smart everything. It's that smart means exploitable. Whether it's your fridge, your TV, your car, or your insulin pump, once you connect something to something else, you've just opened up a means for it to be compromised. Doors are funny like that. They're not picky about who walks through them. So a door into your head raises some critical security questions. You ever have somebody say, I'm trying to get into your head to see what you're trying. It'll be possible now. Now we can only begin to imagine what um forms hacking forms of hacking would take place when you have a direct line into the minds of others. Would you be the would this be the dawn of cognitive law, a legal regime that pres, uh, pertains exclusively to that squishy stuff between your ears? Uh what if it really what it really comes down to is this? Across a number of fields at the intersection of law, philosophy, technology, and society, we are going to need answers to questions no one has yet thought of asking, or at least not often enough, and for the right reasons. Uh, we have faced, we have faced, are facing, and will face incredibly complex and overwhelming problems that we may well not like to, the answers to. But it matters that we ask good questions early and often. If we don't, They'll will, will be answered for us, and so Neuralink is probably a bad idea. But to the first person who fell into the fire pit, so was fire. On a long, um, on a long enough timeline, even the worst ideas need to be reckoned with early on. Now, who wants a Juicero? Okay, let's see, Christopher Markow, PhD candidate. Faculty of Law, University of Cambridge. This article was originally published uh, on The Conversation. Read the original article, and it has a link to it. So, Anyway, what do you think about this, folks? What do you think about it? Would you hop on in your car and drive down and get this done? I know I wouldn't. Um, but I've got biblical reasons not to do this. You know, I've I've got eternity to think about. And anybody that gets the mark in their right hand or forehead, uh, according to scripture at that time is, uh, is not going to go up. They're going to take that down elevator and it's going to be a quick elevator too. Trust me. Um, so wow, there's a lot of things to think about with this, isn't there? Almost too many things. Um, all I know is uh, my scriptural stance on it, and I just talked about that, but, um, again, you want to be hooked up to a hive mentality or a hive society where, uh, they, um, they can read every thought, every, you know, uh, you know, I, I don't, I, I don't see a good thing about it. You know, I, I mean, yeah, uh, to a a teenage boy that wants to ask a girl out, she would know in advance that he wants to ask her out and he would know in advance if she'd say yes or not. Um, so, you know, there's, I guess that's one good point, but then that could be a bad point too. Um, because if she includes any kind of thoughts with that, like he's a pizza face or, um, you know, he's, he's, uh, doesn't have any muscle tone or he's got small body parts. Um, you know, it's, you know, that's a danger there too. And then when he finds it out and he starts thinking about offing her, she'll know about it. So she, I don't know, it, it can go on and on and on. Uh, you know, this, this could turn into a, a worldwide soap opera, for goodness sakes. Um, so, uh, me, I, I wouldn't go for it. You know, just like I won't go for driverless cars. Yes, I know I'm an older guy, but I like technology. I really do. You know, when I bought my little Ford pickup out there, my Ranger, 2019 Ranger, I was amazed at some of the stuff that's in it, and that's not a lot of stuff that's in a lot of the new cars, you know? Um, I'm currently entered into a contest to win a Maserati, and boy, (laughs) that would be fun. Um, I'd probably drive it once and then sell it, but... Uh, the insurance on it would probably be, it'd probably be a car payment or more, but, um, anyway, it uh, you know, it's technology's just getting to be too much anymore. You know, if a person gets something put in their head where they're not, I don't think they're human anymore if they get this done, you know, I think that they're, they're exchanging. And that's the, the one thing about, I have proposed about the, uh, the mark of the beast is that it, you're going to have to make some kind of decision to follow the beast and if you follow the beast or the antichrist, another you know, the name for him, anti-messiah um you're, you're essentially telling, thumbing your nose at Yahweh's face and that's inexcusable you'll never be able to come back after that you know, and um, I couldn't do that you know, um, and I won't do it and I hope I don't have to do it I hope I'm not presented with that, that scenario, um but if Biden stays in office, goodness gracious, it could be tomorrow. Um, but you yeah, know, technology is just going too far. It's it's overstepped its bounds. You know, it's I don't know. When they answer, when their answer to everything is going to be to put something in your body, I don't know. I don't know. It's just it's a means of control. What if what if they have the means to, you know, if you don't toe the party line that all of a sudden you get this terrible ache in your stomach and you fall to the floor or you get a terrible headache. What's to stop them from giving you some kind of stroke or a heart attack? You know, the, the, the bad parts about this are many, many, many. And, uh, I don't know. I, I just don't want to be part of that and I will not be part of it. Um, So anyway, I just wanted to introduce this to you and tell you what's going on. And perhaps you've heard about it before. A lot of times I'm late getting information out, but um, now you've had a chance to see what Elon Musk is up to. He's just not making cars. He's just not um, sending satellites into space. He's making plans to inject something into our bodies that's going to change us, Um, basically turn us into something that's not traditionally human. And think about this. When Yeshua came and died for mankind, he died for God's mankind. He didn't die for some technologically advanced being that has an implant in his head. I don't know. That's that's just the way it is. And if people get this, then uh, all the things that could happen to them, they're they're placing themselves in jeopardy. And um, that's something I will not do, nor will I expect my family members to do it either. So, okay, folks, I'm going to go ahead and end this. It's uh, 17 after a, ho- a whole hour. So it's an hour and 17 minutes that we've been on already. And I hope that you've gotten something out of it. And I just hope and pray that, um, that you see this wickedness and evil that's coming and the control that, that society is going to want to impose on people and that you, just, you make a decision because – there's no walking the middle of the road anymore okay there's no more middle of the road it's either evil or good okay and um, scripture is quite emphatic about that you can't walk in two kingdoms light does not have fellowship with darkness and Christ does not have fellowship with Belial which is another name for the devil okay so we have to make a choice and go all the way one way or all the way the other okay and i hope and pray that you choose to go with yeshua also known as jesus christ Yeshua HaMashiach, jesus the messiah and that you have a fruitful relationship with the creator of the universe because that's what you'll have you'll be adopted by the creator of the universe and when he adopts you scripture says no one can pluck you from his hands Okay, and that's, that's reassuring to me because it helps me to know that when things like this that we talked about tonight come along, I'll, it'll easily be, it'll be easy for me to say no. I'll be able to look at the consequences and they won't be good, but a few years of uh, discomfort on earth is nothing compared to eternity with the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. So, I just i just that bought i just um encourage you to look into yeshua and to ask him questions ask god questions yahweh ask elohim questions ask el yon el shaddai god almighty god most powerful the creator of all things ask him to reveal himself to you okay and while you're at it say you ask him don't let anything else get in the way of you you know but um and he'll answer you he will and then you know he'll offer you an invitation you can accept it or reject it and it's not burdensome like the world tries to make it seem yes there are responsibilities that you'll have but his yoke is easy and his burden is light if you don't know what a yoke is and you think it's part of an egg well that's one yoke but a yoke is something that they used to hook up to beasts of burden. Okay, they used to put them on um, cattle, on uh, oxen, when they plowed a field. And those were hard yokes. And uh, they had quite a burden on them, but his yoke is easy. We really don't pull anything because he's he's the one that's doing all the pulling. <laughs> you know? It's one of the easiest things I've had to do in my entire life, actually. And I would encourage you to do that. You know, it's, I would like to be in El Shamayim the heaven. It sounds so much better than heaven, doesn't it? El Shamayim. And I would rather be up there and meet, I want to be up there and meet people that walk up to me and say, hey, I listened to Opposing in the Matrix when I was down on earth, you know, and. You know, you don't even have to thank me. Just let's have fellowship together up in Shemaim. You know, let's let's party with the Lord. Not traditionally Earth party, you know. But anyway, um, we have to get our mindset all changed. Um, aside from what this world has to offer, the things in heaven or, or Shemaim are much more much more beautiful. Just to give you an example, here's the theory I have. You know how in the wintertime, well, if you live up in the northern hemisphere, uh, f- farther in the temperate regions, um, we have trees here to change color. Some of the most beautiful colors of red, yellow, orange, some trees turn purple. I know it sounds weird, but it happens. Um, and my theory about that is that um, here on Earth, they have to turn green for so- photosynthesis. Uh, <laughs> photosynthesis. Photosynth yeah, where the green stuff makes food for the plants. <laughs> photosynthesis, there we go. And uh, it just wasn't my time to say it at that time. Um, but in heaven, there is no sun, there is no moon. But many people that have come back have said there's trees there, there's plants there, it's a very beautiful place. My theory is that if trees don't need the green for photosynthesis, then they must be the colors that they change to in the fall. Because in the fall, they don't need the photosynthesis anymore. I've said it three times now without messing it up. Um, so I think that all the trees in heaven are the colors that they turn when they're just before the, uh, the tree, the leaves fall off the trees when the, all the chlorophyll leaves the, um, the leaves. So that's just my hypothesis, but wouldn't that make for a beautiful, beautiful view? <laughs> You know, just everywhere you look, there's trees of all different colors. All the bushes that lose leaves will have all different colors. My goodness, I can't wait. Um, So, folks, there's a lot to look forward to if you come and follow Yeshua. And the scripture says if you believe in your heart, uh, if you speak with your mouth and confess the Lord Yeshua and believe that God raised him from the dead, that you're saved. Okay, but it means you have to believe it in here, not not just here, but in here, okay, in your heart. And you have to make a public confession, too, so that other people know. Okay, so come to Yeshua. Let other people know you've come to Yeshua. Find other people that follow Yeshua. um, if you go to a church, just realize that people are human and they make mistakes. Okay, but, um... Just go to different ones until you find one that you're comfortable with, and one that uh, teaches the Bible, and one that holds solid doctrine, okay? Okay, I'm going to go ahead and end this. So uh, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face rise upon you be gracious unto you. May he watch your going out, your coming in, you're rising up, and you're lying down. May he give you the peace that passes all understanding. And if you don't know him, may he lead you, may he call you, May the Father call you so that you'll come to faith in Yeshua HaMashiach. Amen and amen. Okay, folks. Good night, and we'll see you on Wednesday with Ralph Epperson. We're going to have a really good show. Okay, so we'll get that uh, uploaded as soon as I can after we have our show. Okay, same with this one. I'm going to start on it right now. Okay, good night, folks. Trust in Yahweh.